0: no matter where you work, the office, at home, even remotely, toxicity and negative cultures can lurk everywhere. It's draining. It's exhausting. And there seems nowhere to turn for the relief you need or a new perspective. But wait, don't give up hope. There is a place for inquisitive minds looking for a new way. Once a month. Inquisitive, the Miracle Resources podcast will discuss all things workplace, the turn of the culture shift, those energy vampires, the passive-aggressive people we sometimes come in contact with, the toxic environment of toxic fame. From cat- miracle the founder of miracle resources and brand plus team equals revenue comes to inquisitive your miracle resource the podcast about the reality of the toxic workplace your host Catherine miracle talks about it all let's begin the show and see what your host will talk about this month
1: this month on inquisitive your miracle resource the podcast we discuss the scary reasons co-workers do not get along and how to build a team that increases revenue while respecting each other. All right, welcome to Inquisitive, um, your miracle resource. I'm your co-host, Sarah, and this is the CEO of Miracle Resources, Catherine Miracle. So today we're gonna be talking about building a team that increases revenue and productivity. And we're gonna start with the scary reasons coworkers do not get along and how to build a team that increases revenue while respecting each other.
2: Well, that's a great beginning. And Sarah, you are an incredible chief creative officer and head of our social media. And Sarah, as well as I hear from people that are in scary situations. It's October, let's face it, it's a scary month. But what's sad is it's scary every month for people who are struggling in the workplace. That means that maybe they work in a place that's toxic. There's toxic co-workers. You know, there's just a struggle every day. And with the upcoming election, that just makes it even crazier. So our training really in respectful communication helps everyone determine what type of culture they want to work in. And there's very different cultures. Some privately held companies, there's a lot of joking and sarcasm and everybody's having fun and everybody understands that because they know that's the culture. But in publicly held companies, when we see the lawsuits that have come out, we know it's because someone is expressing um, maybe something that's out of the cultural norm for the organization. Many companies don't know what their cultural norm is. What we do is we go in and we don't tell anyone what to do, but our 54 trainers across the United States, we listen and we observe, and we talk interactively and in a fun session. What do you want the current workplace to look like? What do you want in it? What don't you want in it? And then let's make a plan for that. Also, please know this is a business strategy. I work with a lot of CEOs that they see the productivity decrease because people are arguing and fighting and not getting along. Instead of looking at the success of the company and being able to move forward, we have to look at honestly the communication. What is holding employees back from productivity? What is holding people back from a culture workplace that's that is very respectful but also very successful? That's just a great business strategy. Having a great culture that builds brand, team, and revenue.
1: I totally agree. I actually did see something more recently too that said a lot of people don't care anymore about what the position is or what the money. If the workplace is toxic, they have no interest in staying there. And there's definitely a difference in a company that's caring about their employees, and is more interested to dive deep on the inside to make sure that everyone's running on all cylinders, essentially.
2: Well said, because I've read so many articles, and when I was writing Inquisitive Culture, um, the most recent book that we've published, we talk a lot about The stories we've heard where people are crying on their way to work or crying on their way home from work or crying and hiding behind the copier, they are miserable. It's affecting them physically. It's affecting them mentally. It doesn't have to be that way. And leaders who ignore that these problems happen, then lawsuits will arise. Complaints will arise. Bad Yelp reviews will arise. And our customer service training program, one of the things that we do is we have a really fun interactive engagement that sets a plan of action in place that we all create together. So instead of leadership saying, okay, this is our customer service policy, why aren't the frontline workers and everyone in the company at every level involved in what is good customer service? Because great customer service to one person means one thing and to another means another and when we have employees who are stressed they're hurting physically they're hurting mentally they can't perform and it brings down the whole company so thank you for bringing that up what you
1: can do is you can write into our podcast and you can explain yourself and you can remain totally anonymous but if you're struggling in the workplace or something like that and you're looking for advice this is why we're here this is how we're you know trying to put the word out there that we can we hear your your struggles we want to help you out and we definitely want to give you a solution to what's going on. I guess there's a lot of um, tension that is caused in the workplace uh,
2: regarding uh, jealousies from top performers. Definitely wanna talk about that. Um, You know, jealousy can be very dangerous. And when we look at how a company works together, when we go in, Miracle Resources and our trainers, we talk about what each person brings to that workplace. When we're aware of what we each bring, there is no jealousy because we all know our role. We understand what each person needs to do to make the machine work, right? So when we talk and we have mocktails and cocktails with Catherine, these are 15 minute free consultations. And people will tell me, you know, they were a top performer, they had no friends in the company, you know, but then when they weren't a top performer, everyone looked at them and said, why aren't you doing better? There were people who would call us and say, you know, I was very jealous of the top performers. I didn't feel like I got a chance. Well, if the system is set up so everyone brings to the table and everyone has the ability to move up, that only helps the company's bottom line. The other part that's happened to us a lot and why we talk about it on Inquisitive is these are very scary situations that affect people, not emotionally and mentally, but the company's revenue. You know, we get a lot of calls from people who say, I got a bad Yelp review or a company got a bad Yelp review. What we say is why not work to prevent that before it happens? And when it does happen, of course, we're here for training as well. But we've got to stop that from happening. Literally today, I downloaded an app and I was deciding between two apps and I looked at the reviews. One of the ones I thought I was going to buy had a horrible review. I moved on purchase the other one. This is what's happening in today's society. If we're not training the people who are on the front lines, they're brand ambassadors. They are the face of the company, right? If we're not training them and giving the tools that they need to be successful, the Yelp reviews will happen. The complaints will happen. The lawsuits will happen. We've got to stop that from happening so the company can move forward and be productive. And continue to promote people, hire more people, and people get raises. That's a business strategy at the end of the day. Um, But Sarah, I'm glad you asked the question because October is a scary month. And I do think that some of the things that I've read over the 12 years researching for um, inquisitive culture, they scare me. It's little stories like nasty, passive-aggressive things that are said to people, not just top performers, anybody through the company, Um, teams that a fortress is built, meaning there's a group of people who they function and they tell each other what's going on, but they won't include other people. And there's also nasty things that are said. And literally when you read these lawsuits, You say, how could the company not have known? Well, the only way you really will know is if you get in a training and get everybody to help build that culture and you get people to know each other and really enjoy each other. So training doesn't have to be boring. You know, I think a lot of people think corporate training is really boring, but here's the scary thing. If you're not training your people on respectful communication, customer service, and building a team, how are they supposed to know those things? not everybody knows how to build a team. If you've been on a bad team, you know what a bad team's like, but to be on a good team, it takes everyone in the company being trained and working together. So Sarah, that's a great October question to ask because it's scary out there and we need to work on it. We need to change it.
1: Oh, I totally agree. And my whole thing um, with the jealousy that I find interesting that a lot of people don't know is that jealousy doesn't just come from the little guy versus the big man. It could be hiding in the bullpen in the office space or hiding behind, you know, in a Zoom call nowadays with 2020 and everything like that. And those little comments can really build up over time and you'll have those clicks in workplaces and everything else. And I think it's so important that people know that, yeah, training does not have to be boring by any means. It just opens more doors and it helps you understand that these people are, Suffering or like there's something going on, but if you got to the root of the problem, you could start a whole new solution.
2: And Sarah, you made me think of something. Thank you so much. I know you probably know this story, but I want our listeners to know it's really scary. There was a vice president of a company, a female, and she was the heir apparent to the CEO. And we were working with them as client, and we, of course, had helped with planning events and some different things the company was doing. And I knew that the CEO had picked this female to be the vice president. Well, what happened was, is the company was doing a very open to the public, very general admission, everybody involved, everybody's invited event. So the female vice president invited relatives and invited all kinds of people on social media to come to the company's big event. One of the relatives of this female vice president writes in to her page and says, I thought you hated your company. I thought you hated your boss. Now this is out in public and the CEO says to me, what do I do? And I said, well, first thing, that's alleged. I have a journalism minor. It's alleged. That's not, she might've just been goofing around at a family party when everybody's talking about work and how they hated work. And, you know, again, maybe this relative was making it up. We don't know. Now, how sad is that, that someone who is the heir apparent to become the CEO of this company is now because of someone else's post, maybe not gonna get that job. So this is why we look at social media and we talk about it in our trainings. We talk about, you know, again, how do we represent the brand? We are not taking anyone's freedom of self-expression away. But what we are saying to them is, is if you have people, I don't care if they're relatives or not, that you don't trust what they're gonna say on social media, you may not wanna let them post on your page or be able to see your posts or your friends list. Why? Because again, this could have cost this person this job. Now there was communication, we talked about it, we worked with the vice president and the CEO, everything went fine, transition happened. But just because of one post, and we all see this every day, a hot mic, someone says something. Now we do media training as well. Um, we work with individuals on their communication because saying the wrong thing has huge consequences. So Sarah, thanks for letting me um, tell you that story. You brought it to my mind. Thank you.
1: Even though like social media can be personal, it can still affect your workplace and it could affect anything. And once you put it out there, you can't take it back. So I think it's so important to think about, you know, privacy lockdowns, everything else. Don't document it and just, you know, watch what you say to other people because sometimes the bad word can spread. I mean. You can have a hundred positives, but if you have one negative, it kind of like loops back to the whole app thing. Once you have one negative, it can really
2: slam you. I mean, today I, I actually purchased just because I went to another app and I was in on buying that one app and I saw that one review and I read through it and I was like, I'm out. And again, I was in a tight purchase zone, which most people are, they can make a quick decision. Um, the other thing that I think is really scary for the month of October, you know, we have a lot of people that are very concerned about going to work. They don't want to get COVID, and when they see customers um, come in, you know, there a lot of them are very tired. A lot of frontline workers right now, you know, don't want to be there. They feel that they're in danger. And how do we build a team when we're going through this crisis? And I want you to know. Having Miracle Resources for almost 20 years, we've been through crises with companies. I mean, companies that have had horrific lawsuits, horrible things have happened, and we've worked with them on how are they going to begin anew? We have to begin anew as a team. How are we going to provide customer service? Some customer service is downright scary right now. But with training and with the right education and listening to people, which again, That's what inquisitive culture is all about, listening and observing. If you have an inquisitive workforce, they're listening, observing, talking with each other, knowing that their boss is open to listening to what's going on, and then coming up with great solutions. So it doesn't have to be a scary time. But I think a lot of people, Sarah, they honestly think, well, I don't have a problem. Well, sometimes you don't know you have a problem. And when you get in training and people start opening up and we have discussion, we can prevent problems from happening. That's the key. But it is, it's a scary time out there. I totally agree. I feel as though it's it's scary
1: when it's daunting because it's a big change, but it's a big change for everybody. And we're amidst a huge culture shift right now. I feel as though teams are going to be formed differently. But as previously stated, just because they're not in person does not mean that the problems still aren't there. You could still definitely feel tension in the air through a Zoom call <laughs> as much as you would in an office space or anything like that. So I think it's important for people to understand like, You're not in front of everybody every day anymore, but that doesn't mean that those conflicts went away and that it's important to bring your teams together, even over virtual or in-person or socially distant or anything like that. But it is important to still address the problems that's going on. And I think that's a great point.
2: And I just want to say to the leadership out there, you know, I see a lot of people who bash leadership and bash CEOs, and I want you to know that's not what we do at Miracle Resources. What we do is we listen and we put out a video in July. It's an animated video and it talks about how we get people to communicate. And I think a lot of times leaders have a direction and a vision of where they want to go, but it's the engagement and bringing everyone together. I want to challenge everybody listening to this podcast. When was the last time that your team came together? The entire team. Because usually it's we're going to send leadership to this retreat, and we're going to send administrative professionals this retreat, and we're going to send this convention for all the salespeople. But we're a team; we work together. We have to build that culture together. We don't want to pay somebody to write a culture. And literally, I get those phone calls at Miracle Resources. People say, "Hey, can we pay you to write our culture?" And I go, "No. What I'm going to do is I'm going to come in and I'm going to listen to everybody, and we're going to build that culture." with everyone who is on board because that way we have a true culture, not just a statement. So I just want CEOs and leadership to know you can often feel like you're responsible for everything in your company, which you are, but how can you handle all that in addition to doing your job? One of the pieces is doing monthly training. We have many clients that were in there every month presenting something different bringing in exercises, helping people learn. We're also doing team building. And Sarah, as you know, right now it's virtual. Um, But, you know, we were doing everything from horseback riding to axe throwing to escape rooms. We're going to get back to that. But there is fun stuff that you can do via Zoom. And you want people in the company to feel like they are being heard and This monthly training is a great way to do it. And a lot of people were concerned, where do I get everybody to meet? I have a big company, I have lots of people. Well, now that we have Zoom, I mean, we can do that. We can do Microsoft Teams, we can do Google Hangout, we can do WebEx, you know, whatever you want to do. Ring, whatever you use. But if a leader says to me, I know exactly everything going on in my company, I'm going to say, I'm a CEO, I have 54 trainers and about 22 people that are 1099 freelancers I don't know everything going on. So that's why I do the 15-minute cocktails, mocktails with Catherine. People can write to me. They can talk to me. If they can't make the time, they know that I'm available to listen. That's a key. And something that we have this month, That that's okay, sir, I want to talk about monthly special in October. If we're really being inquisitive and listening and observing, um, we at Miracle Resources had started a referral fee for um, a referral, uh, anonymous referral on any company you visit that has a situation. So let's say that you go to store and you hear two employees fighting in front of all the customers. Now, you know, the manager didn't hear it. You call us, your name is not used. We will let leadership know what's happening and we'll be able to offer a free consultation in addition to offering some training if they need it. Why do we do this? We do this because that has to stop. As a customer, when you're not getting help because two people are fighting, that brand is now taken down. I don't care what luxury store you have, that brand equity is going down because of this communication, this argument. So we now have moved into that referral, anonymous referral. Um, But again, you are compensated with a finder's fee. And then we go in and we work with the companies. It has to stop. We can't continue like this. We know that we're in a culture shift, Sarah, as you said, but help is needed. And I know what it's like as a CEO, CEOs don't have the time to often get everybody together. But when there is a training, there's a interactive meeting, there's something fun that's happening. That's how we build brand team and revenue. So I just want to tell you about that October special. So life doesn't have to be so scary, everyone. Let's make the workplace a better place where you love what you do. Definitely. I
1: think culture isn't written, culture is taught. And I think that's a great thing that, you know, it's great to go out and it might be scary, but we can all learn together. And definitely, I think that's a great way. So, speaking of scary, have you heard of like rumor spiders? (gasps) (laughs) Tell me more because you know me, you're my social
2: media guru.
1: Well, so like I was thinking, um, you know, you have like the rumor spider. So you have that person that works directly with the owner of the company or the right-hand man. And they just go off and they love to spread rumors and lies and they like to almost be like a puppet master. But it's kind of scary about how they can lurk around corners and they can just spread it so fast. And then they are in charge of their own web, even though it, it turns
2: into a web of lies and everything like that. Or it could be rumors or something. That's so funny you bring that up because in the book, Inquisitive Culture, there are spiders. Now, they're not called rumor stories, but they're spiders. And I want to tell you this story because in our podcast, we always talk about learning from these stories. And and I really want everybody to understand this is a true story, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. Um, we will call the person Chloe. Chloe was a top performer in the company um, headed to become a vice president. Uh, Well, as it turns out, there was another person in the company. We'll call that person X. X comes in and he starts spreading rumors. And Chloe finds that X is now friends with all of her friends in the company. And X also seems to have the ear of the CEO. Here's what happens. X spreads the rumors, the rumor spider, as you said. And Chloe doesn't get the promotion. Now, you guys are going to say... Catherine, that's a horrible story. Where is the positivity in that? The reason it's scary is because Chloe has a responsibility. As soon as she saw people starting to treat her differently, it would have been wise to pull one person aside and find out what rumors were being stated. Also, Chloe could have worked with the CEO to say, this has been said about me. I'm concerned. Here are the facts. And maybe that promotion wouldn't have started. Now, I'll tell you the good part of the story. Okay, so Chloe doesn't become the vice president. X does. Well, X does a horrible job, doesn't do a great job. And the CEO then comes to Chloe wanting documentation because the CEO wants to get rid of X, right? So here's what happens Chloe then becomes that vice president, but it took strain and stress. And I know Chloe, so I'm just going to tell you. Chloe's going home crying. Chloe was the person who was the next in line forever. Everybody knew it. Tons of friends at work, loved work. During the time the spiders weaving their web, mental stress, physical stress, taking a toll on Chloe's confidence. It didn't have to happen. By listening and observing, had Chloe listened and observed, she would have seen the culture shift. She would have figured out what happened and she would have stood up for herself. Guys, that's what we have to do. And again, why we have a confidence workshop at Miracle Resources, we designed it after meeting Chloe because I don't want what happened to Chloe to happen to you. And it didn't have to happen. Listening and observing will quickly tell you when things are different. And Sarah, you know this because I told you a lot of people tell me, you know, Catherine, I read your book and I know it's about work, but I used it within my own family good. Okay. Whatever helps, you know, whatever it takes. But again, listening, observing will teach us who needs to be watched because had Chloe been on top of what was happening, maybe she would have gotten that promotion. So I had to share that one with you. So it does have a good ending in the end, but it had to be kind of tragic and very scary for Chloe to wake up and say, look, I need to stand up for myself. I need to listen and observe. I need to tell what's going on. I need to share those facts. So wanted to make sure that you guys know that one.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great point though, is like, um, that's kind of why we're here doing this podcast is that, you know, if, if something sounds like it's similar to anything you're going through, that's what we're here to help. We're trying to avoid the scary in your life. You know, we're trying to avoid the bad thing happening or coming down the line to you or just trying to prevent that for everybody else because I think that's a great point. You know, we need to stop the gossiping and the lying and everything in between. Well
2: said. Well, Sarah, I want to thank you for this podcast because I love the questions you ask make me think of more things. I think you are amazing. And being a chief creative officer and social media officer for Miracle Resources, I mean, you know how online we look at our lives and our cultures and what stresses we see and there's a lot of good on social media but we also know that when that carries over from work wow that's even more dangerous so I'm really glad that we had this time to talk about October being scary yeah so everybody have a good halloween
1: i was going to say don't make it scary cuz that's you. what we're <laughs> here good thank you sarah yeah thank you If you'd like to submit any of your workplace conflicts, or even if you just have any topic suggestions or anything you'd like to hear from Catherine and myself, feel free to send us an email at km at miracleresources.com with the subject line of Inquisitive, Your Miracle Resource Podcast. You can also visit us on any of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We love to hear from you guys, um, as well as visiting miracleresources.com. Thanks. See you next month.